Welcome to the Doomsday Bunker Podcast. Your weekly program will be discussing topics such as conspiracy theories, movie theories, and disaster situations. So make sure you're secure in your bunker, and let's start the show. Welcome to the Doomsday Bunker Podcast. My name is Joseph, and I am the host of this podcast. Here at the Doomsday Bunker Podcast, we will discuss things such as conspiracy theories, movie theories, and disaster situations. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a follow and share with your friends so they can also tune into the podcast. Today's episode will be about the Mandela Effect, how it started, different examples, and where it could possibly lead to as far as parallel universes. So settle in and let's start the show. We'll start with what is the Mandela Effect? Well, it all started with Nelson Mandela, who was imprisoned in 1967 and was released in 1990. A woman by the name of Fiona Broom remembered him passing away in 1980 while in jail, when in all actuality, he passed away in 2013. So when she saw his funeral being aired in 2013, she swore she could have remembered him passing away in 1980. She went online and she found that quite a few other people had the same memory of him passing away in 1980, although he passed away in 2013. As she started digging deeper, she started to find other things that people were starting to misremember that didn't necessarily pertain to her, but she still thought was very interesting, like the beloved children's book. Curious George, a lot of people remember him having a tail, but in fact, he does not have a tail. And there's a simple explanation behind this as far as monkeys have tails, apes do not. Curious George is an ape, not a monkey. It's a common misconception. But she went further, and she started to find other things like how people used to tune in to watch the Looney Tunes. It's been on for ages. Most people remember it being spelled T-O-O-N-S, but in all actuality, it's spelled T-U-N-E-S. And people could not get over the fact that this can't be right. They've been watching this show since they were kids. How could this be possible? Another thing that people remember is the jingle of the Oscar Mayer. But did you know it was spelled M-A-Y-E-R instead of people remembering as M-E-Y-E-R? And one of the more common ones, the Berenstain Bears. Most people remember it as the Berenstain Bears. Me personally, I remember it being Berenstain Bears. A few other interesting ones are the underwear brand, the Fruit of the Loom. Does it have a Capricorn or doesn't it? A lot of people remember it having a Capricorn on it when in fact it does not. Or the Flintstones. Is it Flintstones or Flint Stones? When you go back to listen to it, you actually hear it being pronounced Flintstones with a T. Are you a diehard Star Wars fan? One of the many misconceptions about that is people think the famous line is, Luke, I am your father, when all he said was, no, I am your father. And lastly, another famous show is The Honeymooners. People think that the line is, Lucy, you have some splaining to do, when it's either been Splain That If You Can or Lucy Splain, it's never been Lucy, You Have Some Splaining To Do. So people ask themselves, 
there is no way that this could just be a coincidence. There has to be a reason why this many people misremember this much stuff. Some people have come to the conclusion that our brains make patterns. The psychology behind it is our brains are always looking for a pattern. They're always looking for a reason to close the gap. And so they just latch onto something that's like, this sounds close enough, or you maybe didn't hear them correctly, or you maybe misremembered. And so your brain is just closing that gap because otherwise it would go insane. You would start to think and think until either your brain made something up or you made something up by thinking about it too much. Other people aren't as quick to just throw the idea away that it's just a misremembering. Some people believe that back in 2008, there is a company called CERN and they built the world's biggest Hadron Collider. And some people believe that when they tested it on September 10th of 2008 and sent them particles colliding into each other, that it made a separate alternate universe. Now, what's interesting about this is we can never know if alternate realities are true or not because it's another existence that lives on the same timeline that we do, but something is just slightly different. And so people believe that when the alternate universe was created, that some of us were taken to that alternate universe where things were changed, where they remember it being Berenstein bears instead of Berenstain, or Looney Tunes with two O's instead of a U. And people think, hold on, we were moved, and that's why we remember it how it should be from our reality. And me personally, I'm not 100% sure that I could believe this, but it leads to an interesting question. If there was an alternate timeline or possibly many, how would we know if we moved? Like, everything's similar except for one small thing that only gets brought up every once in a while. And if someone didn't point it out, would you actually notice it? Because with that logic, every time CERN uses the Hadron Collider, something changes. So you use it, the Berenstein Bears change. You use it again, and suddenly the Monopoly Man no longer has his monocle. You use it again, it changes from Meyer E-R to M-A-Y-E-R. So that brings up an interesting point. One other point that people bring up that could explain what is happening if it's not a misremembering is people bring up another theory about how it could be what people call the simulation theory. That states that we live in a simulation either controlled by extraterrestrials or by the future of humanity. There's various things that people have said could control the simulation theory. And this is another one of those interesting things where if it is a simulation, you never really know or you never can really tell if it's a simulation because it could be code but when you walk into a room instead of it being code it's the room it moves that fast 
to where you could never catch the code happen. If you broke into a wall, there could be code on the inside, but by the time you got into the wall, there would be insulation, there would be boards, there would never be a way to tell. But how the simulation theory factors into this misremembering is people think that whenever the simulation is started over or when there's an update that there's a bug to where one thing that you are supposed to forget because it's supposed to clear your mind, restart the simulation, you start from scratch, there's a bug to where you remember something. You remember something from an older version or from an older simulation, which again is an interesting idea because you could never know. And these people think that these little clues are what is how we can tell if we're in a different reality or if we're in a different simulation. And the simulation theory is in this episode because both it and the Mandela effect are small enough theories that we can put them together. So if we put down the Mandela effect for a second and move to the simulation theory, there are a few ideas on why we could be in a simulation. If it's extraterrestrials, they could be seeing how the world would work if they just let us keep going. If they didn't interfere at all and they just let humans continue going, they just want to see how it could go. And unfortunately, there's really only two ways. We move to a different planet or we end up, unfortunately, perishing on this one. But that's another episode for another time. The second theory that could be why we would be put through a simulation is people in the future have put their own citizens in a simulation to see what would happen if we went back to a simpler time. Like say in the future in 3,000 years from now, they come back to 2020, 2021, or 2022 and they see this is how civilization is now, would this be better for the future? Or they're having a problem with a certain situation in the future and they come back in time to see how we handle it or if we came across that situation at all. There are various different reasons why, why we were put through a simulation that could be helpful. Or, again, we go back to the extraterrestrials and... The earth is destroyed, there's not much left, and they put us in a simulation to either help let us finish out living our lives or to continue to progress with technology and how it would have gone if our world was still inhabited to see if we could ever reach their level of technology or if they needed to figure out how to do certain kind of weaponry or something like that they could get from us or we could just be test subjects that's purely could just be to watch us to see what we did before they came along for fun for who knows it could be as simple as that and the fun and disappointing part of a topic like this is there's no real answer it's what anybody thinks I think that I remember some things differently. Do I think that it's 
me not misremembering something? I don't think so, unfortunately. But I hope this conversation has sparked something for you, or maybe you heard some of these topics and were like, wait a minute, I remember that differently. So that's where we'll end it here today, ladies and gentlemen. I know this was a little bit shorter of an episode, but we're still trying to get into the groove of things, so it's just a fun conversation to have. And I hope you guys had a lot of fun too. Going forward, the episodes will be about 30 to 45 minutes, depending on if we have guests or if we need to make a part two at all. But thank you so much for being here. It really means a lot to me, and I really hope you guys had a great time. If you did, don't forget to follow and share it with your friends. And hey, maybe a five-star review wouldn't be too bad either. Until next time, stay safe. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. If you like what you heard, come back next week for another episode as we post a new episode every Thursday. Every Thursday. Until then, stay safe and we'll see you next time.